Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Well, it's the beginning of the month, so to speak. And as always, we check in with our dear friend, the chief economist at the Center on Budget to talk about the previous month's job numbers. And here to do that, once again, is Chief Economist, CenterOnBudget.org, Chad Stone. Hey, buddy, how are you? I'm well. How are you, Mark? Just fine, just fine. Um, we were just talking before the show about uh, his hometown team, the Phillies, or his close to hometown team. Uh, considering all the Sabre metrics and the fact you're economist, maybe they ought to consider you to be the manager. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're a while with, ago. You deal with numbers. Do you deal with numbers. <laughs> And you could see don't, you could don't deal with motivating uh, hitters to hit and pitchers to pitch. But you could hire me to be a bench coach. We'd have a ball. There you go. You know? We got it. And and it'd, it'd be paradise. Uh, sort of our vocation and retirement, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> Chad's uh, tweet thread is available at Chad CBPP. And we usually do a deep dive into that. Uh, you approach things a little bit different this month, though, Chad, didn't you? Yes, we did. Um, the uh, we, we we thought it was time to uh, take a look back and, and reflect on 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 how well uh, the economy has actually done in the last two years, especially compared with um, the, the Great Recession uh, recovery, which was much more sluggish. And one of the reasons we did that is is that um, we've we've noticed that that the popular narrative out there is that. It, doesn't agree with the facts. The popular narrative is that the economy is in terrible shape, nothing good's been happening. Uh, all the focus is on inflation um, and forgetting the fact that um, the, the, the job recovery has been really strong, that policy was a major contributor to that. And so we thought we would, uh, we would, uh, we would focus on that uh, a little bit more in this, um, in this month's jobs report. Now, another thing is that yesterday, all of, all of the experts we're thinking this was going to be a really bad jobs report because uh, the the company ADP, which processes a large number of payrolls in this country, also has a sort of think tank attached that does an estimate of employment ahead of the uh, the, BLA, the Bureau of Labor Statistics official numbers, and their number for May was 122,000 jobs. Which and the, the consensus estimate was 300,000 jobs, but some of those people, as soon as ADP came out, um, lowered lowered their estimates to 200,000 or something like that. And so when we got 390,000 today, that was um, a pleasant surprise. Now, ADP doesn't do a perfect job. Uh, there's a lot of statistical. Um, it's just there's there's differences, but and and theirs is just private, but that's where all the job growth was anyway. So in any case, the notion that that people have a sort of fundamental uh, misunderstanding of how well the economy is done, and um, we we were prepared to to discuss why the job support might have been uh, a little bit more disappointing than in the past, but it really wasn't. It was it was 
in line with, although a little bit lower than uh, other jobs reports um, this week. And that's, that's pretty amazing given how far we are into the, um, into the recovery. Um, so so I, have, I have a couple of comparisons to the Great Recession that are pretty dramatic. No, no, you do. And I'm going to get it before, though, because you're right. ADP does cover a lot in terms of payroll. Why, why were they so off? What was their rationale? Uh, well, they, they don't do postmortems. Um, they, they acknowledge that, that they're, I mean, they, they try to follow the same procedure, but with their, with a sample that's drawn from their anonymous records of employees on, on, of, of the, uh, the companies that, that they serve and they apply statistical techniques to to adjust that sample to look like the population. Bureau of Labor Statistics does the same thing. Their, their survey of establishments is, is a couple hundred thousand um, and not, not the whole universe. And uh, they, they do some adjustments as well. So there's some statistical error, sampling error in there, but um, this time it just happened to be pretty big um, across, across the two. Bigger than usual. And, and you're right. What Chad does in his tweet thread folks so well is compare the COVID recovery, COVID economic recovery to the recovery from the Great Recession. He is doing in his tweet thread a better job of drawing that distinction than even the White House is, um, because this has been a pretty meaningful um recovery, a very good one, um, a very on-time one, well-paced one. You're right, but all of the media coverage has been doom and gloom. Your analysis says not quite. Not quite. So, as we said, um, 390,000 jobs added in May. Um, So, payroll employment is now um, I'll say just 882,000 below where it was in February 2020. It was millions and millions below in the depths of the recession. 882,000 is, is still a pretty big number, but um, you know, two months of almost 400,000 uh, jobs gets gets you just about there. Now we still have to catch up to the path that we would have been on in the absence of the pandemic when. When, empl- when employment would have been growing continuously over that whole period, but this is, that's really that's really a substantial improvement, and so and it's even more dramatic when you compare it to where we were twenty five. So we're twenty five months in uh, to the recovery, um, and if we compare it to where the Great Recession recovery was, that same number of months in, the gap then between the 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 pay, the payroll uh, the level of payroll employment in that month and what it was um, uh, prior to um, what uh, what what it was prior to um, the the recession it was okay six point four million was the gap in the Great Recession wow on a comparable kind of basis and uh, the unemployment rate um, this month was three point six percent same as it was last month a tenth of a point higher than it was at the start of the recession, uh, pre-pandemic, just before the recession, and two tenths of a higher, two tenths of a point higher than the lowest it's been in in my history as an economist, which goes back to the nineteen to the late nineteen sixties, when it was when it was three point four percent. So 
it's a really low unemployment rate. Um, yeah. And the unemployment rate was 9% at the same point in the Great Recession recovery. Yeah, all, all just a little less than triple yeah. at, at the same time. So that that is important. Another thing that's very important, you write, strong demand for labor has benefited many workers in low-paid jobs with wage gains greater than inflation over the last 12 months. Wait a minute, that can't be true. All we're hearing about is inflation, 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 inflation. You mean to tell me that uh, there have been gains uh, of wa- in wages that are actually greater than inflation over the past 12 months? For some yeah. workers. Okay. Uh, on average, um, the average hourly earnings that gets reported every month in the, um, in, in the jobs report um, is grew about, average hourly earnings grew about 5.4% over the period. So that's below what the inflation was in, that, in, in the period. However, uh, low wage workers in industries that pay low wages have finally benefited from wage growth because labor market for their services is so tight. And so there are, um, there are industries that, employ, that pay low wages that the average wage gains over the last 12 months were in excess of um, that 8.3% uh, inflation rate last month. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a reverse of, what, of what's, what, you, what, what we've been thinking about um, in, in, uh, in inequality discussions for a long time. Now that's not to say that, that, that they're doing super great, but they're doing much better. Uh, than, in, than, in, than inflation. Their wages are still low compared with folks in the middle and, and, and folks higher, but they have grown substantially and ahead of inflation over the past 12 months and actually over longer periods than that. And for the first time in a very long time, because the wages at the bottom were pretty stagnant for quite a long time. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain, Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. And you would attribute this recovery being quicker and we're actually happening at a faster pace than the Great Recession recovery because of policy decisions, correct? Policies played a pretty important role. It's not, it's not the only thing. The, the pandemic economy is a different kind of economy and so forth. But um, policy the policy differences are pretty stark. We had um, a big um, uh, recovery and reinvestment, American Recovery and Reinvestment Act in 2009, that was as big as uh, the Obama administration thought they could get through Congress, and they got it through Congress. And it kept the Great Recession, the worst of the Great Recession, from being even worse than it was. And that's to their credit. But there wasn't any, there wasn't any su- significant follow-up after that. And so the economy recovered very slowly because it didn't get additional help 
from uh, an, an additional relief uh, for, for folks in the same way that the uh, policies this time around provided support to people and support to the economy that generated a much faster turnaround. It, um, that's very important, obviously. And, and again, as you alluded to, not focused on as much as the bad news. There is inflation. There are financial difficulties. But as you have pointed us pointed out to us over these months and as we have talked about, part of that is the the setback of having certain riches. There has been such a quick recovery. So where supply and demand don't meet, so some of these prices go up. Um, so you really have to ask, what would people prefer? A slow recovery with less inflation or this fast recovery where everybody's getting wet back to work with inflation? I mean, I'm thinking about likes inflation, though most people would probably try to come up with another scenario that didn't include inflation at all. I know, I know that. <laughs> but right, right. But, but but at least there are jobs, some jobs coming back, people getting back to work. Um, and, you know, I've even heard how with the wage piece, the the attitude that some had, the people have changed. You know, they, there's even this thing that they call the great resignation. But if that is a real thing. Then you also have a situation where the behavior of some workers is probably helping to lead to, you know, a negotiating position to get more wages. You want us to come back to work? You want us to go back? You want everybody to come back to normal? You got to do a little bit better than you did before this happened, one. And we don't always, don't necessarily have a need. And some employers are already in front on this. There's no need for us to show up at a brick and mortar location five days a week, if at all. So that's the other thing that's that's probably helping give workers some leverage and some incentive to go back, right? Yeah, except that um, remember we're we're talking about um, labor and hospitality jobs in, to a large degree that are that require face to face communication and and there that's those industries accommodations hotels um, um, and and um, Food service and and uh, and drinking places, I think they call them bars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, those, those there's there's no work at home in those, and so to get to get the workers that they need, um, they've they've had to give a better wage. So the, the great resignation was not really a resignation; it was people quitting their jobs to take a better job. It wasn't people dropping out of the labor force. There was thought about about early retirement. But if you look at what's what's happened in the um, population population age 25 to uh, 64, um, that the labor force participation rate among those people is back to where it was um, before the before the uh, pandemic. Um, so they they didn't really they didn't really leave, they didn't really retire. They um, Maybe they dropped out for a while, or they or they looked harder for a job because they because they they knew they could get a better job, but that's a lot of that seems to have worked itself out, and um, so that's 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 still there's there's demand for workers for, for for those workers, and that's that's what's pulling their wages up. 
Yeah, yeah. But it's also pulling them back into the labor force if they have if they had left. Yeah, and that's that's that is definitely good news. Chad's um, tweet thread available as we said for Chad CBPP. Um, just we always like to check in on the um, the unemployment based upon race. Um, it um, unemployment for the African American community is still is just above the rate in February 2020. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's above it's above six percent, um, right. but. In fact, in fact, all of the so we have we have data for the um, 16 and over population, the, the, the whole population um, by 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 race and ethnicity, black, Hispanic or Latino, um, Asian and white. And all of them um, are back close to where they were. Last month, the black unemployment rate was actually two tenths of a point lower and was below where it was in, in 20. February 2020, but it's it's a it's a somewhat volatile series, um, but it, the, the numbers jump around a little bit from from month to month. But oh, all in all, the compared compared with um, where we were in the recession, um, these that's a, these are really good outcomes. But then we get to the other aspect of those outcomes, which is Black and Latino rates are substantially higher than white rates even when the economy is close to full employment. Now, that's a, that's a problem that, that macroeconomic policy can't really solve. You can get the unemployment rate down, but you can't do it differentially particularly because it's a structural problem and you have to address the root causes. And so there's two, there's two charts in this tweet thread. One of them is, is looking at the, the rate, um, the, the current rate and the rate um, just before the recession for those four um, groups. And the other one is looking at the long history of black and Hispanic unemployment rates compared with white unemployment rates. And uh, it's just throughout the, the, the period through which we've had data for all three, um, the, the black rate has been roughly twice the white rate. When, yeah. when, the, when the economy is really strong, the black, the black rate comes down, but I've said this before that the, in the in the in the longer time series, the the black rate in the best of times is little better than the white rate in the worst of times. That's how big a disparity. That's the two to two right. twice as high. No matter no matter what the level, the black rate's likely to be twice as high. That's right, folks. It it you know it stays there. Got to Somebody's got to figure that out at some point. Folks, we invite you to read Chad's latest tweet thread at Chad CBPP for Center on Budget and Policy Priorities. Also read his latest writings at centeronbudget.org. Always useful information. And we'll have him back again, as always, first of next month, if he is not hired to be the manager of the Phillips. <laughs> 
Uh, let me let me uh, let me say something. Uh, we're um, we're in the process of putting together a a, a a new version of a chart book that we've had for a while that will have will have several of the charts you're interested in, and we're hoping to get that out um, at the beginning of next week. Um, so always with the best charts too. Always with the best charts too. So be on the lookout for that, folks. Sit on budget.org. Chad CBPP on Twitter. Thank you, Chad. You're welcome. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. As always, perform an act of kindness on behalf of an elder or young person. Write a letter to a sister or brother who just so happens to find her or himself incarcerated. Offer libations to the ancestors upon whose sturdy shoulders we all now stand. And above all, give thanks to the God of your understanding by whatever name you call her and him. All God asks of us is that we give each other love. Thanks for giving MIP love. And please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain.